You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are going to be talking about the top 10 things I learned in 2023. Now, before we get into the episode, make sure you head on over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners on Facebook, and you have joined that group, as well as All-Star Cheer Coaches and Owners on Facebook. When you have joined both of those groups, check out nextgenerationgymowners.com so you can learn more about the Next Generation Academy and what NextGen does and figure out how you can become a part of the Academy in 2024. We've actually been full for the last couple of weeks, but we are going to be opening up some spots in 2024. And we want you to join us if you are interested in taking your business to the next level. Now, we're going to get into this. First off, I have to apologize. I probably sound a little bit funny. Uh, maybe you haven't noticed. I have a little bit of an exploding taste bud. So I'm, I have a little bit of a lisp uh, going on. So I'm doing my best. But uh, bear with it because I have some really great stuff I want to talk to you guys about. So the year is coming to an end. Uh, you're probably listening to this in 2024 or the day before New Year's Eve or on New Year's Eve. And these are the top 10 things I've learned that I want to, I'm looking back on and I'm thinking, wow, those were big moments over the last year that I learned something really important. So uh, we're going to get into them. I'm going to break each one of them down. So this may be a little bit of a longer episode, but not our typical uh, episode where I'm giving you just very specific advice on a specific topic. This is kind of the year in recap and my experience of it. Number one, the best bet that you can make is on yourself. Now, for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while or who have known my journey, you know that I left my full-time job in February. I'd been a full-time police officer for the past 15 years, and that is how I helped support my family. Now, I've owned my businesses. I've been a part of NextGen. I've, been, I've owned Oregon Dream Teams. I've owned Dream Camps. But I've always had that safety net. I've always had that security of health insurance and uh, salary and all of those things coming from the police department. And I made the bet. In February, I left my job and I went all in on being a business owner. At arguably a somewhat scary time to be stepping away when you look at you know what the news says about the world and the economy and a recession and all of these things but i just felt that this was the moment where i needed to bet on myself and it has been absolutely amazing i i cannot complain i am so blessed to be able to do something else that i love uh, on a day in and day out basis and start to be taking my life to be that life that I dreamed of for my family. Now, let's get something straight though. I have never lived a life that I wasn't content with. I loved being a police officer. I still am a reserve police officer for my department. That's a volunteer position. I don't get paid, but I still loved what I got to do. I got I got to impact my community. I got to do a lot of really amazing things. And so I didn't leave that job unhappy with it. I just needed to make a bet on myself and where I could take 
my life and my family's life. And it's pretty, pretty amazing where we're at now. Now it's only been a year. I still have a long way to go, but it's absolutely the best bet I could have made. And is the best bet you can make if you're ready to make a change in your life. Number two is to surround yourself with people who are smarter than you are. Now, this is hard sometimes. Now, I'm very lucky to be a part of the academy. Even though I'm one of the leaders in the academy, I still get to talk to gym owners who are so intelligent, who make me think, who challenge me to come up with new ideas or test the things that I am doing. We got a business coach in 2022 for NextGen who has really challenged us, who is much smarter than me in a lot of areas. And I've learned a lot. I've been challenged. I surround myself with ideas via books, YouTube videos, and other speakers who are so much smarter than I am because being around those people who know more than me forces me to get up to their level or be embarrassed about my lack of knowledge. And that's that's the kind of person I am. I'm not going to sit back and be like the dumb kid in class. I'm going to push and figure it out. So surrounding myself with people who are smarter than me has been such a huge learning process. Now, I knew this before, and I certainly knew it about coaching. I always tried to surround myself with other smarter coaches, and I've talked about it before, but I really branched out this year into some of the people I was getting advice from who are smarter than me on things like finances and and stuff that I was wanting to do that was outside of cheerleading. And it made such a huge difference in my life. I, I learned a lot of really amazing things from those people. And I look forward to continuing to surround myself with those people who are operating at a much higher level than I am. Number three, mastering sales is a superpower. If you can become a rock star salesperson, there's nothing that can slow you down. Because if you can sell, you know, an ice popsicle to an Eskimo or a ketchup popsicle to someone with white gloves, you know, whatever those analogies are or metaphors, if you can do that, you have the ability to put food on the table the table for the rest of your life. If you truly understand how to sell someone your product or really any product, you start to learn that sales is sales, whether or not you're selling a car or you're selling a gym membership or a tumbling membership or someone joining all-star cheerleading, you are selling something of value to them. And the sales process is really not that much different, or at least it shouldn't be. And if you can master that sales process, you really have an amazing superpower to take your life to the next level. Number four is to listen more than you speak. Now, I know this may sound very, very weird because I'm sitting here talking to you on a podcast. So I am just speaking to essentially an empty room, thinking of you as the listener and just trying to tell you all of my thoughts. But if you can go into situations and you can listen more than you are speaking, you are going to learn much more about the people that you are talking to. And you're going to then be able to tailor your responses to what it is that you know about them. So listening more than you speak is such a critical skill set. Ask questions. Listen to people more. Even your own clients in your gym, 
listening to them and learning from them is going to give you so much more information on what it is they are looking for so you can better meet their needs and make them be more satisfied with the products that you are giving them. Number five, cash is like manure. Keeping it in piles, it stinks. But if you spread it around with some soil, it will grow. Now, that is quite literally the metaphor that I heard, and it, it is so accurate. I have been working with someone to coach me on my personal financial journey because <clears throat> I want to build my family's long-term financial stability much more than it already is. And it's in a very good spot, but I want to build that generational wealth for my family, for my children. I want my kids to work hard for their money, but I always want them to have the ability to uh, have a starting point to launch from. So I know I was somewhat blessed in that my parents gave me some support. And although I chose to not take a lot of it, I chose to join the military and do some things to make it so I didn't need to use as much of their financial support, knowing that that was there made me a little bit more free to take some risks and make mistakes. And I am naturally a cash hoarder. So over the years, uh, when I would get cash, like literally when I would get cash, I would just put it in our safe and I would hoard and hoard and hoard and save and save and save. And for almost 20 years, I did that. And I built up a really big nest egg of cash over the years of just, you know, birthday presents, things like that, selling a car, selling stuff at garage sales, whatever. We just always kept it in cash on hand as like our emergency fund. And I learned recently that that cash was in a pile and it just kind of stunk. It wasn't doing anything for me. And with inflation, it was actually losing value. So a far better plan would be to put that somewhere where I could still utilize it, still access it because I, I have money in the stock market. I have savings. I have retirement. I have those things set up and I can't really use that money right now without all sorts of penalties and complications. So I have that, but having this money that I could pull from, but that was still working for me and building value and I could leverage and turn it into a cash flowing asset um, was really where I knew I needed to take my next steps. And I've learned a lot about that. I've spent a lot of time reading up more on the financial side of things, the cash flow side of things, other things outside of just knowing how things run in a cheer gym or in, in the cheer business. And it has been uh, truly life-changing. Number, I believe we're on six. Um, people only truly lose when they give up. Okay, You are only going to be losing if you quit. And that is a very short one, but I have seen some people this year, some clients who have quite literally risen from the ashes. I'm not going to talk about them specifically by name, but I have a client that I work with who is amazing. She's such a great human being. And she reached out to me in February and said, I'm in a really bad financial spot. I might lose my house. I'm not getting paid from the gym. That was a sobering moment for me as her coach of like, holy crud, we need to make a change. Now, 
an option would have been save money, stop having coaching, um, close the gym, just get a job at Walmart and make the money you need to make to pay back what you owe on your house. But instead, instead of quitting, instead of giving up, she doubled down, not financially, but doubled down in effort in adjusting some things within her business and within two months had made the changes she needed to make to be making her house payments come from what the gym was compensating her. And now she is thriving. She's even purchased another business. Like she is doing so well. And watching that happen in real time was just the most rewarding and amazing experience. And it just confirmed you can only lose, truly lose if you quit. That is the only time that you ever lose in this game of life. Quitting and then eventually we're all going to die, right? But as long as we're alive, if we don't quit, we're still moving forward and we're still playing the game and we have not lost yet, okay? So you can only lose if you give up. Next big lesson was building businesses gets me fired up. Now, I know that is not necessarily something that you may take away from this and be like, oh, I can implement that. But I learned this in 2023. I've always known I loved entrepreneurship and I I knew I I loved this process, but I didn't realize how fired up I get about it. I didn't realize how truly excited I get working with a client and how excited I get working with coaches who are working with clients and teaching them how to share information that is then going to go out and change gym owners' lives. It makes me really, really excited to launch companies. I had a two-hour drive with one of my camp staff, and they told me about a business idea they had. And by the time we got to the airport for me to drop them off, we had like a legitimate plan all built out. Now, unfortunately, they chose not to act on it, but man, it was fun. And I may end up taking that plan and taking it to somebody else if they don't start to work on it because it is a really good idea and we built the entire plan for it. So I, I just love how fired up and excited I get to build businesses. And that was one of the reasons I went into law enforcement is because every day was different. Well, building a business and and being an entrepreneur, every day can be different. You can do something new and unique and exciting every single day. And the cool thing is you get to choose that adventure. The next is that AI is just beginning. Learning it now will help you leverage it in the future. Now, I did an entire episode on AI. There are some really cool things and some really scary things happening on the artificial intelligence side of things. I actually feel more confident knowing what I know about AI that we're not going to get replaced tomorrow. AI still has a really long way to go. There's a lot of glitches. Like ChatGPT is very cool, but until you know how to prompt it perfectly and do all those things, like it's now been around long enough where people see stuff and they go, oh, that, that sounds like ChatGPT wrote it. It starts to have its own voice. So learning how to leverage this it now is going to make you really, really, really dangerous in the future. If you look at people like Gary Vaynerchuk, who really got their start, you know, he owned a, uh, he started an online wine library and he started in a liquor store and he early on was like, what is this Facebook ads thing? What's this social media thing? And he started learning it and then he started leveraging it. And now he's in insanely wealthy because of it. 
that's AI right now. AI is on the cusp. And I learned that in 2023 and I started learning how to leverage that. And I am super excited for the future of 2024 and everything that we're going to see within AI. My next two, I think, are some of the most important lessons that I learned in 2023 or, or had re-cemented and I want to re-cement for you. So my number nine is mission and people over money. I talk a lot on the podcast about finances and knowing your arm and knowing your uh, revenue, gross revenue, net revenue, all of those different things. I talk a lot about that. But at the end of the day, owning a business is about mission and people first. And if you focus on your mission and you focus on taking care of people and doing right by people, the money will also follow. And I truly believe that in my heart and soul. That's what I've built both the gym and dream camps on. And that's what next gen is built on. And it has only helped to our success. Now, can you have maybe faster money come by ignoring those, some of those things, especially if you just ignore people, it's not about them. Sure. You can start companies and you can gross $3 million in a year selling some poopy product with good marketing and get a ton of money. But that's not going to last very long because people are not going to like your product, right? So if you want to run a long-term, sustainable, financially successful business that you can wake up in the morning and be excited to run and be proud of and be at dinner parties or at Christmas dinner and telling your family, this is what I do and this is what I'm proud of, you have to put mission and people first. Those things come first, the money will follow. The staff will work for you. They will want to work for you. They will help you achieve your goals. Your clients will want to give you their money because they know that you care for them. They know that you value them and you want to bring value to their lives. Mission and people over money. Last and number 10. This has been something I've known for a while, but it has just been further cemented in 2023. And that is that gym owners undervalue themselves. I talk to gym owner after gym owner after gym owner that knows how hard they work and they know what they build, but they undervalue themselves when it comes to paying themselves, when it comes to taking care of themselves, their families, their loved ones, building the business that is going to set them up for success, which means their business is successful. They're successful. Their clients are successful. They undervalue what they bring to the table. And there are some major missteps that gym owners are making that I want to see changed in 2024. And I've got some, some things coming in 2024 to hopefully help with that. It's just a little bit of a teaser. I'm not going to fully release what's happening, but we got some big things, big, big things coming to you in 2024 to help you out. One of those actually is that my business partner, Danielle Johnston, has just released her first book and it's going to come out January 4th. It's called The Gym Owner's Handbook. It'll be available on Amazon. Uh, you'll be able to buy a physical copy. Uh, she'll be working on getting the recording done for Audible. So it will be available on all those platforms, um, hardback, paperback, Kindle, uh, e-reader, all that stuff. Okay. That is one of the things that is coming and we are super excited about. I'm actually going to be having her on the podcast soon to talk about that and talk about the process of writing and some of the really great things that are in that book for you. 
So the thing I want to leave you with is my resolution in 2024. Okay. I have a resolution for myself. Um, and in 2024, I want to help more gym owners. I want to, I want to reach more gym owners. So right now we have impacted through our conferences and everything. I think Danielle gave me the number today around 576 gym owners that have like, we've physically interacted with in some way. And I'm sure more than that through our Facebook groups and through the podcast. But in 2024, I want to help more gym owners. I'm going to challenge myself to get further outside my comfort zone, both physically, mentally, and financially. I'm going to take the shots that I previously would have thought, what if I'm now going to figure out how to. I'm going to accept that I'm going to miss more than I hit a home run, but when I hit those home runs, I'm going to bring everyone that I can with me. You guys, I am so excited for 2024. It's going to be an amazing year. There's going to be some scary stuff and you're going to hop on the news and you're going to see all these bad, bad things, but we have the ability to be a beacon of light. We have an ability to provide something for these kids, for these families, for these parents. That is not the other political chaos. We have the opportunity to influence kids and help build a future that we want to see within our prospective countries, wherever you are. I know we have people in the UK listening to this, Australia, Canada, the US. We have so many people across the globe that listen to this. You have the opportunity to create the future leaders of tomorrow in your gym. So think about that when you're, when you're instilling those values in your athletes. As we leave the episode, the number one thing I want to say is thank you. This episode will 100% be taking us above 40,000 downloads to date, all-time downloads. We started 2023 with 5,000 cumulative downloads. How crazy is that? We have had 35,000 downloads of episodes of this podcast, and it wouldn't be possible without all of you listening, providing feedback, helping me get better at this. So I want to thank you. Thank you for letting me into your lives in the way that you have. Thank you to those of you that listen regularly and and take my pieces of advice and apply them to your business. I hope and pray that it has provided as much value for you as the amount of purpose and value it's added to my life to be able to share this information with you. So thank you. I hope you have an amazing new year. If you're listening to this in the new year, I hope you're ready to go. And if you're coming to San Diego, which is the 5th through the 7th of January, make sure you say hello. I will be there. I'll be there presenting. But if you don't get the opportunity to come to one of my classes and you listen to the podcast regularly, please come say hello. As always, check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins and the Cheer Mom podcast. I'm actually going to be working in a little audible uh, audio clip here at the end to talk about our podcast. So make sure you listen to that into the end. And with that, We'll catch you in the new year and on the next episode.
What up, party people? This is Jason Larkins, host of the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I've teamed up with Kristen Wheeler of the Cheer Mom podcast and Dan Cotton of the Cheer Biz podcast. That's right. Hey, everybody, Kristen here. We know that you love cheer, so why not dive into more perspectives? Tune into my podcast, the Cheer Mom podcast, for cheer issues spoken from the parents' perspective. Then head over to Dan's podcast, the Cheer Biz podcast, to learn from a gym owner on how to run a successful cheer business. And of course, don't miss the Let's Talk Cheer podcast featuring Jason Larkins, the one that we all know and love, where they talk about cheer from a coach's perspective. Which means whether you're a coach, a cheer parent, or a gym owner, we've got you covered. Find all three podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and stay tuned for new episodes each week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.